Right, hey, everybody, it's uh, time for, uh, I guess, like a trending Twitter t- Tuesday episode, like a little recap. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I've been ad- I've been on an adventure. Oh, boy, have I been adventuring, like adventuring totally. Uh, and is those of you that are new, you might not know how my adventures normally start. So I'm going to fill you in. If you're a regular listener, it'll probably be fun, but... Uh, like most of my event now, if you're new, you, you may or may not know this, but I have like I spend a lot of time making the sleep, sleep with me, and so I don't like uh, sleep with me like uh, it could be considered a job, a pastime, and a hobby with the amount of hours I work. It, but you still got to have uh, like they say, well, geez, you, get, you can't keep sustaining something unless you have something to refill you. And there's also this idea, like, Sleep With Me has found an audience because uh, people say, well, I was looking for some weird bedtime stories, and you fit the bill. Or, for like, we have a shared uh, sensibility, uh, kind of. And the Internet is one of the great things about the Internet is that, uh, like, with certain sensibilities and neutral ones, it can bridge uh, the cross-cultural and distance boundaries, uh, so people with very small interests can find other people that have the same interest and share it. And previously this would be done, but it would just take a lot more work. Uh, and so a lot of regular listeners know that, yeah, the way I recharge when I need to uh, is I hang out is I hang out with my dog, Koa, K-O-A is my dog's name, Koa. And we kick back, like, let's say it's Saturday night, and then Saturday night I record a podcast. I get done around 10 p.m. or something. And then I say, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed at 11 or 11.30. And I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do? Uh, and I look at Koa. And then we do what our our pastime and our hobby is, which is listening to Knox, K-O-N-C, K-N. K-N-O-C-K-S, knocks. Like when you knock on a door, that's considered a knock. And my dog and I's hobby is listening to knocks, like like knocks, like knocking on a door. But we just call it knocks, uh, I guess, which is shorthand for knocking on a door. I mean, you can't, We like, if if we are really desperate, we'll listen to people knocking on tables. Uh, But that's like a different, uh, this is people knocking on doors. so let me clarify that if you're a fan of people knocking on tables or objects, uh, I guess that's a different niche or pastime, a different, slightly different hobby, tangentially related, maybe adjacent, but different. And I guess I would say that's an important distinction because, uh, like, like, like to, to respect both pastimes or to laugh at it, like, uh, Scooch, you're kidding me. Uh, what, what the heck, uh. But yeah, let me paint the picture of like uh, the recent Saturday night that just passed by when uh, my evening was interrupted uh, by adventure, Ho- like a kind of holiday adventure, uh, but uh, like a big adventure. Uh, but we'll give it, we'll get to that. So, uh, like, Co and I sit down. We say, okay, let's fire up some knocks and. Uh, you know, now that I have the podcast, I'm lucky enough to get some knocks. Uh, now, there's amateur knocks, and then there's enthusiast knocks. And this isn't against any amateur knockers. Uh, 
but like, is it like, I mean, I guess it, like I would call myself a knock enthusiast if I'm really like, uh, yeah, like, like it's just a, a small distinction, like between someone knocking on their door and recording it and sending it to me. Like it, it's a, gr- a nice act of kindness and, and whatever, like, uh, uh, but, but that would be like, and this isn't a, like a, a value judgment. It's just like, that's an amateur knock, uh, or a knock, like, or it could be an incidental knock recording, but that sounds more intentional. And like, you can believe it or not, most of the time you can hear the intentions behind those knocks. So as a knock enthusiast, uh, and I've talked about this in other episodes where this hobby comes up, but like, uh, uh, like you're either looking for a very intentional experience or like, uh, like, um, like, like recorded, not like raw knocks, uh, that are like real knocks recorded live. And again, like, uh, not really too much of a privacy thing, uh, uh, but like, you get, there's, there's like, whatever, there's like wild knocks and there's intentional knocks uh, recorded by knock enthusiasts or, you know, people, I don't know, like probably like hand act, actors and, uh, you know, Foley artists, holy cow, like a couple of the great, anyway, I don't want to go off too off topic, but, uh. So as a knock enthusiast, those are my two preferred types of knocks con- consumption right now. Now, before the Internet, like uh, when I was just a kid, like, uh, you know, a lot of teens were doing cool things. You know, I was tracking down knocks or recording my own and uh, any knocks I could get my hands on, just like a, ma- a magazine in the woods, if you know what I'm saying, under a rock, just like that, like in a different way. It's say, you got any knocks, I'll listen to them. You know, you, you meet maybe an exchange student in school or you go to college. I was lucky enough to go to school in New York City, so I had a little bit more. And that was like when back in those Unix days where you could like uh, go over to those forums or whatever the heck they were called, news groups. And then, well, you know, it's also not exactly like uh, you don't want to go to the top of the Empire State Building like I did and say, I'm a not, I love knocks because uh, people don't know. They say knocks, uh, like knocks gelatin, and like uh, like so. Some and some people that are knock enthusiasts, it's an individual pastime. I don't know. You you know what I mean. You're on the internet. Everyone's got something they're into. But me and Koa, we like to sit back. We like to listen to the knocks. We'll play them on the stereo. And uh, usually lately I've been doing it Bluetooth, uh, and then we'll play it once, and then we'll look at each other and play it again, or we'll play a series of knacks. Uh, if it's, it just depends on like the recording, kind of like a mixtape, like uh, uh, like when you're getting these things from other enthusiasts. And to address a couple other things, like uh, Scoots, are you kidding me? Or have you totally gone off, uh, gone Borneo or whatever? I'd say, well, uh, are you serious? Uh, like, I'm seriously trying to put you to sleep, uh, so uh, kick back and just imagine me and Co. Uh, and if you have to replace it with something normal, uh, you say, well, okay, we're just listening to the fire or we're listening to vinyl. I mean, people listen to vinyl records, like, that's that's considered normal, right? Or whatever, uh, we could be watching anime, whatever it is, playing video games. But Ko and I are listening to Knox, uh, 
And if anybody who listens to this podcast knows, I just uh, like tend to have a soft spot for Eastern European knocks. Uh, oh, also, I do write not erotic knock fiction, you know, inspired by my enthusiasm. I say, well, let me get my, like, uh, let me take my two favorite hobbies of uh, daydreaming or, uh, you know, the, the more uh, other version of daydreaming or in knocks. Uh, so I started writing some erotic knock fiction. And still my most popular one is uh, Eastern European Knox. Uh, or I, like, I, I, like, there's those, I, don't, I can't talk about any of that. Uh, you see, what's, where can I get my hands on your erotic knock fiction? I say, well, uh, send a check or money order uh, for $4 million to, uh, and maybe some people have heard of Hollywood Knox, which I heard they're trying, you know, they're making a parody of that one. Uh, but whatever, like, so I do, that's another thing I do, but, uh, not when I'm, you know, this is just listening. And we were listening to some knocks, uh, like, uh, like, uh, recorded, uh, like high altitude knocks. Uh, that's all I can say. I don't want to say any more. And we were just chilling and, uh, you know, we were thinking about the holiday season, thinking about turtlenecks and, and listening to these knocks, because, uh, you know, high altitude, you can start to pitch your stuff. And, uh, you know, the altitude and the temperature all affect how the knock's going to sound. And they affect the human hand. And they can give you a sense of place and whatever. So we're listening to these knocks. Uh, I think that's enough about the knocks. Uh, like, uh, TLDR, my dog and I, listen to recorded knocks uh, as a hobby. Yes, I'm a knock enthusiast. Also, yes, I'm sure you could believe that I write, like, uh, erotic knack fiction for my own uh, perusal. Or if you're, like, yeah, if you're some billionaire, uh, reach out to me. For, for like, multi-millions, I'll write you in, in, into a character, you know, Dirk or Diane Knack or something. I, you know, I, like, uh, the knack that rocked. I, I never thought about doing, uh, like, rock and roll knock diaries, but there you go. I just thought of my next series, the knocks and knock the rock and the knocks. Uh, okay. Yeah, with tour buses. So there you go. There's my next series. So available for millions of dollars uh, for private consumption. Yeah, so sitting there listening to the knocks. And what always happens when we sit down to, like, relax is uh, the adventure begins. And this time was no different. Uh, we're listening to the knocks, and then there's always a knock at my door. And Koa gave me a look, uh, and I looked at her. I said, what, you, what is that, like a Jennifer Aniston knock? Uh, and the only reason I thought that is because earlier we had seen something where Jennifer Aniston was knocking on a door, and, uh, like, it just happened to be able to pause it, and Ko and I were like, like, I was like, did she really knock on that door? Or was it a Foley artist? And we couldn't figure it out. It was so flawless. Uh, but this knock uh, sounded like it. But then I realized it was a knock on my real door and not a recorded knock. Uh, also, like, if you don't listen to knocks with your dog, use headphones, because your neighbors... Uh, well, uh, like, luckily I'm already like, uh, we're, you know, it's handled, uh, by living near me, but like when they first move in, they say, what the heck was, uh, what, what are you playing a video game over there? They say, oh yeah, totally. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's like, a, it's like a shoot, shoot point and click, uh, 
Oh, what's it called? Uh, drift, drifting on the driftwood. It, 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 that's what it's called. Uh, really? Because it sounded like people were knocking on doors. Oh, yeah, it's like a Sherlock Holmes style uh, mystery. A lot of door knocking because you're asking questions. And then they used to say, oh, really? Could I, I got to write that. No, no, you don't need to write it down. Don't worry about it. Uh, uh, so anyway, there's a knock at my door. So I go to my door, open my door, and who's on the other side of the door? But one of my favorite uh, elves uh, from the North Pole, Spackle. And uh, like, uh, so, so let me fill you in if you're new. Spackle, S-P-A-C-K-L-E or something, is an elf, uh, works in the North Pole. Uh, elf that works at the North Pole, very high-level elf, uh, elf uh, uh, that, you know, works in more broader issues of solving, uh, bringing together elven peoples, uh, like high-level stuff. So I knew this was important. Uh, but I said, Spackle, how the heck are you? I haven't seen you in ages. Uh, you know, so we did a little catching up, a little gabbing. Yeah, but Spackle had a serious, but Spackle said, what are you, uh, like, like, uh, listening to Knox? And I said, of course, uh, and Spackle said, thank goodness, uh, cause we need you. And I said, we, we, like the royal we, you and Santa. And uh, Spackle shook Spackle's head. And I said, Spackle, you got any bad holiday advice, uh, and Spackle said, uh, Spackle said, we got to save the holidays, as a matter of fact. And I said, what do you mean? Uh, and Spackle said, the holiday spirit has been uh, uh, like, uh, like we need you. We need you undercover. And I said, who's we? And Spackle said, come on, get into my present. Uh, Spackle travels by present, uh, like a giant present box. So I said, listen, Co I paused the knocks. I said, uh, uh, you know, I set up somebody to make sure to come check on my dogs and know how long I'd be gone for. And I said, I'm probably headed into some dark universe or something, Co. So, uh, actually, I said, I'll leave the knocks playing for you. She said, like, what were you talking to me? I was listening to these knocks. I said, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll leave a bowl of food and water for you. And so if I'm not back, uh, and then Co said, what are you still talking? I'm listening to these knocks. I said, okay, don't worry. Uh, like, like uh, I'm just going to have, I'm going to leave it like a uh, coast of what, uh, sorry, uh, can you re rewind those knocks? And I said, you better hope uh, that merger time Warner or whatever doesn't mess up your, uh, our internet. Uh, and, you know, went on and I said, all right, I got to go. Uh, so I went out with uh, Spackle and we got in this present and then the present had a trouble starting or something. You know, it's like kind of like a portal, which I think, like I thought, as soon as you got in and put the lid on, like a giant box, a wrapped gift. And I said, like, but it didn't go into work immediately. It didn't start working immediately. And Spackle said, don't worry, it's a beta test uh, and give it a minute. And I said, okay. And I said, so Spackle, are we headed to, is Rudolph's nose out, out again? And Spackle said, no. And I said, does Santa have a cold? Does he need someone to fly the sleigh? Roberta Claus? Uh, and Spackle said, no. And I said, uh, does, does uh, the Christmas, you said something like the Christmas spirit. Do they need an example? Uh, it was probably not me, but uh, uh, is the Christmas light need to be relit or something? And Spackle said, no. 
And they said, well, then what is it, Spackle? And then Spackle said that uh, Elon and Dan needed my help. Uh, and I said, you mean Dan Harmon and Elon Musk? And Spackle said, oh, yes. And I said, well, is one of them uh, uh, Santa? And Spackle just looked at me. And I said, are they, are they like a Voltron? Like, is that what it really is? Like, uh, is Santa split into two? And it's returned to the world, and now they need me to fuse them back together to be Santa for Christmas. And then Spackle tried to take my temperature, and I said, no, no, Spackle. Like, uh, he said, I, I've been thinking, I can't stop thinking about Dan Harmon and Elon Musk anyway, being best friends. It's like my dream come true. Uh, yeah, so I can't wait. Are we going to go meet with them right away? And Spackle silently, like Spackle then tried to move, the, shake the present, uh, to get it moving. And I said, am I going to be working side by side with Dan and Elon in some sort of secret lab, uh, and, uh, where they're like, like they're like in, in Spackle said, no. And I said, okay, are we going to save Christmas? And Spackle said, you have work to do. And then Spackle like said, hold on. And Spackle started punching some buttons on Spackle's like phone. And I just started thinking about like, so I'd seen this picture of uh, Dan Harmon uh, in uh, Elon Musk uh, a while back. Uh, and of course it made me think, wow. And then Dan was talking about uh, like a meeting Elon Musk and uh, they, like, of course, everybody's saying, well, those two should be best friends. Uh, and like, it starts solving the world's problems. So it made sense to me. I guess the only thing that didn't make sense was that they needed my help. I was like, oh boy. Uh, yeah. But of course I was, my ego was like, let me get in there. Uh, maybe I, maybe I'm secretly brilliant. I just don't know about it. So I said, and then I said, well, maybe this whole fusing them back into Santa Claus really, but Spackle said no to that. Uh, and then I started to post, I said, Spackle, uh, so am I going to be working with one of them? Because it would be tough to choose. Uh, I said, are they going to be like, uh, are they, like, am I, are they, like I said, whoa, this is cool. And Spackle just like looked at me and was sighed because Spackle's waiting for something to go through. And I said, uh, Spackle, where are we headed? And uh, Spackle again shook the box. Uh, and I said, uh, I, like, it, normally, I guess I'm not very good. With, uh, like, if I would have put my foot down or something, instead of, I'm not going to work with Dan or Elon, or you don't give me some answers, count me out of this present, or why are we sitting in a box uh, in my driveway? Yeah, that's not good. This, this doesn't make any sense anyway. Last time we went in a box, I think it was a portal to another world. And uh, uh, then a truck came and picked us up like a, like a courier truck. Uh, and the person it was a wicked struggle to get the truck in. And, and Speckle said, you know, don't make any noise. Uh, but finally the person got a, uh, like a dolly and, and got us in, went up the ramp and put us on. And then the truck started moving. Then I fell asleep because it was very nice. Uh, uh, cause it was like a kind of a velvet lined box and spackle, uh, smells like pine, pine something. And I was a little bit warm and I'd listen to those knocks and the truck was moving and it had a nice white noise. So I fell asleep for a little while. 
Uh, and then, of course, like uh, hours later, I woke up and uh, Spacka wasn't in the box. And I pushed off the little box and then I hopped out and I was in a big, uh, in a big like uh, storage area. And I heard like uh, typing and, and stuff. And, and I hopped out and then I saw Spacka at a computer. And I said, Is this uh, Elon and Dan's uh, secret lab? And Spack said, no, this is like the freaking like a transfer center. Uh, and Spack said, the situation's escalated. And I said, well, what, like, can you fill me in on some details? Or I wanted to say deets. Uh, and then I said, okay, don't ask when you're going to meet Dan and uh, Elon again. And I get to, hang, I said, maybe we could hang. I said, if I help them, if this achieves victory, and then Spanko said, this is part of a process, not a, like, a, and I said, okay, so it's not a one, this isn't a one-shot deal. This is a new gig for me. And I said, uh, again, are they going to fuse back into saying, like, is that, or maybe are there just the two of them, or do they not know? He said, is that it, Spanko? Like, Dan and Elon were separated. They were saying as, uh, two of Santa's children, and they were separated at birth uh, to preserve them. And 50% of the Christmas spirit was in one and 50% in the other. And Spackle again. And I said, Spackle, work with me here. You, you, like, I listen to Knox for a hobby. Like, what did you expect? Uh, some sane, like, if you wanted a sane person, you could have gone, uh, like, I don't know where, where, I don't know where those people are, but uh, probably like, uh, like at the movies or, you know, I don't know. And Spackle said, okay, let me fill you in. Uh, he said, like, he said, okay, Dan, and uh, let's see what I can say, too. Okay, a lot of this, would say, I'd say, is in theory, uh, like, in, in the realm of possibility. So, Dan, this is what Spackle told me. Again, this is an elf uh, who sighs a lot. And also, I'd just woken up, so it's groggy. Uh, but according to Spackle... At some point, Dan and Elon uh, started thinking about what other world's problems could they start to solve. And they were like at lunch and, and, and they were thinking about all these big things. And uh, then they were walking back to lunch and uh, Dan was uh, like joking and he cracked Elon up so much that Elon was like doubled over in laughter. And as Elon bent over, Dan saw this uh, sign for a missing uh, puppy. It said, you know, missing spot, uh, uh, you know, last seen here, it goes by spot. Again, I'm, I'm like changing the names to protect the, uh, and, uh, Dan said, what if we, uh, found spot, uh, and again, this is like, like, I don't want to reveal anything, uh, but you know, Elon dried his tears of laughter and then they both shared stories of pets, uh, and then they like both their subconsciouses and their primary, you know, their, their like intellectual brain, their emotional brains and their subconscious were all churning like boing, 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 boing. And then they were connecting with these uh, like uh, these formative moments in their lives with pets. And they said, uh, think about this, like, uh, and this is brilliant. And again, if you have a pet, uh, this is a, like a little life hack you could stick in there. There was a like a, a animated drawing of a girl who was a pet spot's owner, 
so when Elon and Dan uh, found this, uh, again, like uh, allegedly according to um, Spackle, they said, uh, holy mackerel, like, uh, and they said, you're right, let's go find Spot. And they spend the rest of the day, well, normal people would have spent the rest of the day between the two of them, and they were really having fun. I think they gamified it, and, you know, Elon loves to laugh, and Dan loves to make people laugh, so it was like, uh, and, uh, you know, they called in, you know, other help uh, from both of their teams, uh, Elon's team's all covered by NDA, but uh, you're like Cody and Spencer were, uh, and Steve, I think were helping Dan out. It, like, uh, and they track Spot down, and then uh, I think they had uh, Steve bring Spot back because they, they said, okay, like this will be like an anonymous return to Spot. Uh, no, no, uh, no reward. Reward is in itself. Uh, but then they couldn't shake it. So this is like months ago. Like they couldn't shake uh, and they kept texting shit. Remember when we found Spot? That was great. And Elon would say, hey, Dan, remember when you said like, uh, you know, something like blah, 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 made me laugh. And then Elon would, you know, spit milk out his nose, even when he's at home in front of his family. And everyone kind of got sick of it. Like they said, if you two, like, uh, they got sick of those two talking. And they said, if you guys love each other so much, uh, why don't you just go into business together? And, uh, again, it was like one of those things where that one part of your brain holds on to it like so long that you can't deny it. Uh, and they said, man, we're thinking of all these big ideas. What if we, uh, start finding all of the pets in the world, all of the missing pets, uh, we track them down. And they had some reality checks because they're like, I think they're both realists too. So then they ran some numbers and they said, well, and then they thought about the emotional resonance. They said, well, geez, what is this emotional impact going to be? And then they thought about the inefficiencies of the market, uh, which I don't even know if there is. Like, uh, and then Elon started saying, like, uh, okay, to reaching out to his team, they say public-private partnership, that's a word that's popular. And they said, is this a solid, like, I guess that's issue one with these two people, like, that are a little more advanced, like Dan and uh, Elon. They said, is this a, a problem that he's solving? Yes. Is it a solvable problem? Question mark. Uh, you know, what would success look like? These are all the things that successful people do, I think, uh, maybe. Uh, but it also goes down to will be fun, uh, like almost like a hobby. And they said, okay, yeah, let's allot this amount of time. And Elon was also thinking about like all these technologies and Dan had been throwing all these other, he said, well, if you do this, uh, you know, I always imagined this, uh, and they started thinking of like, uh, again, and a lot of this I can't talk about, but at some point, cause Spackle told me, yeah, they started like, uh, working on it first just themselves. And they started taking data, data or data. And w one thing they learned is that it never got old, like going and finding the pets. Uh, it didn't ever get boring. Um, in that there was all these unexpected challenges, and, you know, it was hard not being able to return the pets uh, themselves, but they said, well, that'll be really, like, and then they were trying to figure out, uh, like, the press started asking, and, and Elon said uh, that he was replacing telephone poles. Uh, so stay tuned on that one, because, it, like, uh, 
And then he started thinking, well, what if we got rid of telephone poles? Uh, Like, what in the heck, what are those things still up there for? And again, I don't know how many technologies are going to come out of this or entertainment properties. Uh, but so they, they had everything figured out. So they started like with the great, and then they started, uh, doing research into other, like across the world and then started uh, making deals like with local places to say, okay, like, uh, like, uh, and, you know, all, like, you know, masking everything with, you know, pet buddies or whatever the heck, I don't know what they call it, uh. And they said, Spack, what in the heck are you, like, you're a northern pole elf. Like, what in the heck are you doing involved with all of this? And how how can I help? Holy cow, what a dream. So I'm going to be, like, the lead on uh, helping Dan and Elon uh, solve lost pet problems. And Spack said, no, no, that's already resolved. They they solved that problem. they're just trying to figure out if humanity's ready for it or not. Uh, that's the one question they're still uh, waiting on, and they're just running tests. But otherwise, everything's ready to go. And I said, so they need me to weigh the needs of humanity and make the final call. And I said, no, 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 don't said, could, could finish. Uh, let me finish telling you and filling you in. And I said, Spackle, shouldn't we get in, like, get to action, like, uh, like, and also, why didn't our, why were we sitting in that present box for so long? Were we waiting for some sort of, uh, inspector said, okay, police, uh, and I said, okay, uh, I said, let me check my phone and make sure, cause, uh, like, and I checked in on Koa and she was still just sitting there listening to knocks, but someone had come by and let her out, taking her for a walk, my brother. And then I tried to make it, like I said, what if my dog went missing during all this, uh, and Speckle said Elon and Dan would find find her. And I said, oh, okay. Uh, he said, Speckle, what's a market inefficiency? Like, again, like, that's just something that's a pain in the butt, right? Could you just call it a pain in the butt? Uh, and then Speckle said, okay, so. And he said, okay, let me fill in the, some blanks uh, to get us, uh, get, get us moving. And Speckles stared at me like I was a big blank. But I said, okay, so Dan and Elon Musk become friends, start solving the world's problems. Realize what a great problem to solve, uh, missing pets. They also realize the joy in solving that problem. Then they start to address the actual solving the problem, both in the micro and the macro. They don't know the difference, which, you know, with the big and the little. Like finding one pet versus uh, like uh, what uh, you know, all the great issues uh, combined in that, uh, along with the technological hurdles or like whatever. And Spanker said, "Are you going to take it?" And I said, "Okay." And then they solved the problem, at least on paper. Or is it, and Spanker said, "The problem solved." And I said, "Okay, whoa, boy." I said, "When do you get rid of the telephone poles?" Because they said, and "One thing is they smell good in the when they're in the sun in the summertime." Uh, but okay, so they solved the problem. They're just waiting to see if humanity's ready for the solution. I said, "Like in some," and they the speculate said, "No, no, no, just uh, you know, like uh," I said, "Okay, like oh, does it give humanity does uh, finding a pet like is it an individual?" And this, I said, okay, Pastor Spackle, you're obviously trying to move me somewhere else. I'm just trying to figure out where we go from here.
But I said, obviously, some complication comes that need, oh boy, yeah, some complication that even Dan Harmon and Elon Musk can't solve uh, happens at this moment. Uh, it must still lead to them being related to Santa Claus, so because you're a North Pole elf and you're here. Uh, and then only somehow I can solve. Uh, do they need to be put to sleep to be fused back into Santa Claus? Or do they need me to soothe them uh, so that they both can accept the rule as the Santa Clauses? Uh, I said, wow. Uh, and then my brain thought of the answer, which was, oh, it did this, does the solution... And then Spack will start talking, which, but since I'm narrating, it's kind of the same thing. Just like, uh, maybe Spack will get a point easier. Uh, but Spack will said, exactly. Uh, it turns out that the technology is actually the perfect technology for the delivery of the holiday spirit. Uh, and, uh, the return of Roberta Claus now, uh, so I said, okay, Robert, I thought Roberta Claus only lived in my mind, and Spackle just laughed to pat me. I said, but I'm awake, Spackle. This isn't a dream. And I said, also, can I get a clause in my contract that I could call Elon Muskypoo or Musky? And then Spackle said, okay, so it turns out that the technologies that involved in, in solving the solvable parts of this great uh, – Humanity we face as people, missing pets, uh, also would be what could make uh, North Pole a new reality. Uh, because, you know, like with people forgetting that Santa Claus is real and then Roberta Claus becoming Santa Claus, uh, so she is Santa Claus. Uh, and then people saying, well, I don't like Scoots's idea of Roberta Claus replacing Santa Claus. I'm not comfortable with, uh, and I said, would you think people in America would be more comfortable with Roberta Claus, a female Santa Claus, or uh, two people fused into one Santa Claus or, uh, just Dan Harmon and Elon Musk being like, uh, like Santa and Claus, uh, uh but, but Spankle said Roberta and I said, okay, I said, sorry, Spackle, I just get uh, I get excited about all this. When's it going to get to my part, though? And Spackle said, don't worry, don't worry. And Spackle said, this seems like the technology uh, to reinvent Christmas and uh, deliver Christmas joy. At least uh, this part of the story, Spackle said. And so they said, everybody at the North Pole, you know, as soon as those two became friends, everybody was already jazzed about it. Uh, because they felt like something latent had awoken. And again, Spex said, please don't go off topic with fusing those two into Santa Claus. Uh, uh, they said, like, once they started to see, you know, because they can, you know, the North Pole's got the monitoring stuff. Uh, they said this whole pet thing uh, was, uh, like, uh, was a way to reawaken uh, all of this and that like, uh, especially with Elon and Dan, you know, coming at these problems from different angles. And then also Dan finds it like, it's like, Oh, Elon's good at this one thing, but Dan says, well, she's like, uh, we can give it this narrative element. And then it has much more impact. Uh, when we think about this kind of tube with this, uh, 
magnetism and all that stuff. Uh, but basically, Spackle was saying that, like, okay, they said we could actually, okay, here's a spoiler alert, uh, uh, that maybe it's not technologically possible. That reason you have to buy presents isn't because of, uh, like, some uh, military-industrial complex, you know, uh, thing, but because it's just, a, like, it's a pain in the butt to try to get all the presents from the North Pole distributed. This is one way of looking at it, market inefficiency. And that really, uh, they could make free presents in the North Pole and distribute them it, 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 with Elon and Dan's new technology that are delivering pets. Believe it or not, this has all happened in the past few months. Because, uh, uh, I mean, this is just the way like our technology goes nowadays. So Spankle said everyone at the North Pole was like, holy mackerel, this is it. Uh, I mean, 2018 probably. But we could do some beta testing of delivering actual presents other than the token, you know, thing with the sleigh and the reindeer. And then they got a hold of, like, you know, the, uh, the rest of the, uh, the team that doesn't take my phone calls. But, you know, Glenn Greenwald and uh, uh, Muskipoo, Eddie Snowden. Uh, and also who, uh, who I would love to do a podcast with Robert Reich. They get Robert Reich up there. And uh, again, uh, like I said, you, so you had Robert Reich, Nan Harmon and Elon Musk in a room together. And Spackle said, yep. And I said, holy moly. And so Robert Reich was in charge of the economics of it, saying, hmm, what's going to be the economic impact if we uh, start giving out free presents to everybody? Because now it's a technological reality. Oh, also, if you're listening, this is all top secret. Uh, but it turns out, like, this is only one part of the story. There's still eight minutes or so left here. But just remember, you know, stories change. Uh, but we were at, this was the cusp of what happened, Spackle said, was that, uh, so Robert Rice said we could run some tests uh, to kind of see, and we could watch these economic indicators, and then they said, okay, maybe we got to bring in some, like, uh, philosophy, because they said, what's this, like, how is the impact of modern belief systems? And it all looked pretty complicated, but doable and achievable, and to say that the, uh, the the North Pole was jazzed would be an understatement. Everybody was like, holy cow, this is going to be the cat. We can finally deliver cat's pajamas. And I said, that was an idea from my podcast, Spaggle. And Spaggle said, well, actually. And I said, well, I thought of it, uh, just so you know. Uh, but it's just, so they were very happy. It just said it was going to. But then everybody, like Reich, uh, Dan, Elon, Roberta Claus, a.k.a. Santa Claus, uh, Spackle, they all had this uh, suspicion, you know, they said, like, cause that's why they kept going back to, well, is the world ready for all this? And when your gut says that, it really uh, offers you, and they said, even for these beta tests, uh, and then Roberta Claus called them all into her office, uh, and she said, sit down, let's, let's, like, like, really chew this out, uh, and they all had that look at this forlorn look. Uh, they had solved uh, the, the great, like, uh, I mean, two, two like, issues that people weren't even trying to fix. Uh, and Roberta Cost said, walk me through this again. 
and then she said, like, uh, like, uh, you know, and she said, uh, I listened to like how you two, but she said, okay, the lunch, uh, and then Elon told the joke, like, I can't even like uh, the, the, him, what him and Dan were talking about. They cracked Elon up and Elon again, this time was eggnog shooting out his nose, uh, retelling how he cracked up on the, right next to this pole and he was holding a telephone pole and he was bent over laughing and, uh, Dan saw the sign for the missing dog and then they went and then Roberta Cross was watching them telling the tales to two taking turns, uh, with their excitement and then talking about like doing it again, you know, how they couldn't stop thinking about like, uh, how happy it made them you know, the little picture of the girl and then Steve Levy talking about delivering the present, like the, the, the dog back to the house. And everyone, everyone was like, holy moly. Uh, and they said, yeah, we've been like Jeff Davis. Everybody's like, uh, we got, well, like, and they were talking about all the different times, like in LA that these pets they found. And then how that led to this, uh, you know, their minds leading to, like, how do we fix this? Uh, and Roberta said, okay, okay. And they said, what is it? Because she was just staring at the two of them. And she said, uh, she goes, I see. You know, and they said, oh, it's so obvious. Holy cow. Uh, and they kind of had their arms around each other anyway because they were, ch- you know, chummy. And they said, well, what do you think, Roberta Kloss? And she said, I think we better go. And so then Roberta Kloss went back to L.A. with them, and then they, like, went and found a telephone pole. And even Roberta Kloss said, when the heck, if it's a no tell, like, what the heck's a tell? It's an Internet pole or whatever. But then they found it was a turtle, a turtle named Wordle or something, and they went and they tracked this turtle down. And she, like, uh, Roberta Kloss got to experience a joy. And then they said, you won't believe this, Roberta Kloss. Watch what happens, like, uh, uh, with the next one. When it, what if it's not successful? Because uh, Dan was like, one time me and Cody were looking by, on bikes, and uh, we couldn't. And so they went to one. And it was a cat, and then they said, call and say, this is where you looked, but you couldn't find the cat, uh, but you're hoping. And Roberta called a number, and she said, geez, I'm sorry, I've been looking for Fluffy, Fluffinut or whatever. And they said, oh, Fluffinut came home last night. Uh, and Roberta cried uh, because she said, holy cow. Then they did it again with one that was like, they said, wow, this is such a, there's so many, and then Spackle was kind of looking at me, uh, and I said, what, what are you looking at me for? So I said, so, I said, is Robert Reich really Santa Claus? Uh, and then Spackle just shook back. I said, Spackle, I was thinking that the present was going to be like one of the muskies tubes, uh, like a, like a spiral grapher or whatever they're called. And, uh, Spackle shook Spackle's head. And Spankle said, I have a gift for you from Elon and Dan and Roberta Claus and everyone at the North Pole because we, we actually like you. And uh, they said, what about Robert Reich? Is Robert Reich, or, I don't know if Elon, does any of them know? And, 
I said, don't worry. Uh, I want you to get in this next truck that's headed out. And uh, you get, and I said, what do you mean? And uh, Spankle said, I think even you will figure it out when you're in the truck. Because uh, I'm going to need you to knock on some doors. Uh, here's the keys. And I got in this truck. Uh, and I started it up. And then I thought I was hearing noises. So then I looked in the back of the truck. And in the back of the truck, in this luxurious uh, way, were uh, three dogs, uh, some sort of uh, uh, like iguana. And a in uh, a Persian cat, and then I looked at a clipboard that was next, like in the console, and it had a map and it had the names of the pets and all the houses they needed to be returned to. And I got to drive uh, uh, through L.A. and I went to the first house and I knocked on the door and. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, to maintain privacy, it was the five greatest knocks of my life. Like one, two, three, four, five. Uh, I don't know. The, the iguana kept staring at me. Like I said, are you cross-eyed? That was before we got to the house. Uh, and but it was the name was cross-eyed. The uh, craw, like I don't know, like some sort of a kid named it. But I kept calling the iguana cross-eyed. But, uh, you know, when they talk about the holiday spirit, uh, the Christmas spirit, the New Year's spirit, the spirit of Thanksgiving, the spirit of gratitude. Now, I don't know what it's like to solve the world's problems uh, like Dan and Elon do or, you know, to look at economic, you know, say have a Reich-like mind of economics uh, or to be Roberta Kloss, uh, someone with the courage uh, to... Uh, take the reins of uh, Santa Claus. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know what it's like to have, two, you know, tube systems or, uh, you know, to do all that stuff. Uh, what I do know is the greatest gift I've ever been given was re- like uh, uh, being a chain in this uh, link of helping, like uh, helping everybody out. And I think I, what, the reason Spackle sighed so much is because they accomplish everything in a way that was achievable. Uh, I mean, I, no, don't, don't, don't uh, quote me on this because this is all beta testing, but, uh, you know, without having to produce anything at the North Pole, uh, they produced a holiday spirit in my heart and other people's hearts. Uh, and I hope, uh, in your heart too, uh, because, uh, it's the season to say, Hey, uh, like, uh, let me help, uh, let me push that cart for you or give you a wink and a nod or, you know, ask you way too many questions when you're a North Pole elf uh, uh, to sleep in present boxes and uh, to smile and to say, uh, wow, uh, how lucky are we uh, to live in this era? Uh, it's not easy all the time, uh, but I appreciate you listening or uh, drifting off. Uh, and I hope I can help in my small way because I know how many people out there have helped me. And I'm very thankful for it, whether I've thanked you or not. Uh, uh, thank you so much and uh, good night.